We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. Today we have a little small crew, I guess. It's just me, Tim, and Boss. You know, some, some would say... Yeah, yay. Oh, my God. Others would say, yeah, yay. <laughs> Yo, dude, that was sick, dude. I know, right? That was, I was thinking about that for a while. I fuck with that. Uh, by the way, I'm getting my tattoo tomorrow. For sure, for sure? Yep. What time? Two. Oh, uh, I'm going to be... Uh, yeah, you're, you're, maybe I'll stop by on the way home because I pass right by it. I'll see if you're, you're in there. tied it up? Nah, it's going to take like 40 minutes. Yeah, not That's even. what he told me. Not even. Where's it going to be? Here. Around the forum. Yeah. Fire. That's, that's the place. It's kind of it. weird. I was. Are you I'm scared? Like, no, I'm not scared. I'm just like fuck it. <laughs> I honestly, I go into this being like, ah, if it's fucked up, whatever. <laughs> it's like I don't know. A lot of people got fucked up tattoos out there today, these days. Yeah. Is it a simple one? Yeah, it's just text. It's not like I'm not right. getting like a fucking bald eagle. Just watch out for <laughs> spelling. Yeah, well, it's four he, letters. He so is that. a Korean guy. Like that doesn't speak very like. When I see <laughs> yeah. him, he's like, "Oh yeah, cool." First, Tim asked, "Are you scared?" And now he's like trying to talk down. He's to like, yeah, "Yeah, well, you know, it might happen. I don't know." Nah, he's a. Uh, Tim's like, "Expect the fucker." Just, I, I, it's gonna be interesting to to see your. I, I mean, I, I would have liked to see. It. I'm not gonna be able to see it, but it's gonna be interesting that your reaction when the first pain wave comes, because like everyone could tell you what a, the pain of a tattoo is, but no one could really prepare you for it. Uh huh. What I would suggest is like you you look like you have a little bit of sunburn on your nose. Have you been like tanning or whatever? No, I was out, I was out there today. Oh, you're out there in the sun today? So you got a little tan right now. Imagine you had a little sunburn though. And then a cat scratched it. Uh-huh. That's what it feels like. Okay. It's temporary. It's all good. I mean, the way I see it is like a lot of people have tattoos. I don't consider myself that much of a bitch <laughs> when it comes to pain like that, so I'm sure it'll suck for a little bit. Who cares? Yeah, it, it sucks for a little bit. And it's just like, it's annoying. I'm, like, I'm a oh, bitch with pain. Damn it. If you slap me, I get tatted. Just like that. It's like, oh. I'd be nervous if I was getting like my a-hole tatted or something. People get that a-hole tatted. Tatted? Yeah, yeah. 
Who? Uh, people. <laughs> Do you know anyone personally? No, I don't know anyone. What? I know people get their assholes bleached. No, no, no. Tattooed. Whoa. Yeah, very strange. Like a butterfly? Uh, I, I, I wouldn't know. Like a one-eyed monster. What would you put on your anus? I don't know. It would just have to be like a... I don't know. Like sunshine rays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> it would look like a kaleidoscope. Yeah, right? Eye of the storm. Now you got me... Th- now every, uh, Me and everyone at home was just thinking about tattooed buttholes now. Yeah, I mean... It's impossible not to be thinking about tattooed buttholes. I mean, after you hear something like that for the first time, you actually you have, to, you have to get into it. Um, but anyway, today we're going to be doing a people's podcast, just us three. We pulled some questions from the Discord, which you have access to if you are one of our patrons. Um, if you'd like to be one of those people that can um, chat it up with us about sports or whatever and also submit questions for the People's Podcast, you can head to patreon.com slash veterans minimum. Patreon spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash veterans minimum. Um, but yeah, you just sign up. I believe any tier gets access to Discord. Yep, that's correct. And then, uh, yeah, so I have a bunch of questions here from some peoples. Nice. And uh, we're just going to answer them for you guys. First one from 416J. Our guy. He actually does uh, some graphics for us as well. It's fire. Our guy, Jay. Um, if you guys were in the MLB, what would your walk-up song be? I've thought about this many times. <sighs> I don't know. I, oh, what's that's a good one. All right, it this is an old school Kid Cudi song. I can't remember what it's called, but it starts with I don't know. That's terrible. That was a terrible version. It uh, you know his his boy from Cleveland, King um, what's his fucking name? Someone someone take over for this while I find the song because I got I got to tell you exactly. Do you know yours, boss? I don't. You don't? But, you know, one that's in the running heavily, Derek Jeter used to walk up to it briefly, throw some Ds. Throw some Ds. Throw some Ds on it. Just throw the Cadillac. So this would be mine. This would be mine. And I said this would be my UFC walk up too. Lupe Fiasco. Handcuffs, but without the lyrics. But I would have to be nice. I would have to be nice. Yeah, <laughs> okay. This would be a dope closers. Right? I, I kind of got the same feel on I mine. get hyped for a closer. I'm with it. Yeah. Like, as soon as you come out the bullpen, that, right when that drops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, oh, fuck, we lost. Yep. I got one like that, too. I'm going it, to, it's called Just What I Am, featuring King Chip. L- right when the beat drops, I want to show up from the bullpen gate. Here it comes. Right, yeah, yeah. I don't know this song. It needs smoke. Yeah. <laughs> Ready, ready, ready? Uh, Here's where I come out of the bullpen right now. Ready? And you know the song. And I come right, they come right through the... I, I've always wanted to come to... That, that's it. That's the one. Yeah. And then when I'm on the, when I'm on the mound, King Chip, Let me see if I got I'm some. just what you made, God. Not many I trust. Who's King Chip? Like, he used to be called Chip the Ripper. Oh, throw some D's. Oh, yeah. that's oh a good, that's a good I love it. I love it. I love it. Hmm. Big money. And now here's where you come out. Rich boy. Right. Quick. <laughs> I start walking up to that. <laughs> Just bought a Cadillac. Throw some D's on that bitch. Yeah, I remember when I was throw a kid. D's on that. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I used I did not know what the fuck that meant. I thought it was like, is he like, is it titties? Like he wants to throw some titties on his? Well, the, the, the Kanye West version was... 
There was a Kanye West version of that yeah, song? Yeah, they did a remix. You remember that? Ah, it's been a long time. That song came out like 05, 06. Yeah. yeah. Yo, the Kanye version is so good. I got to hear it now. Hell yeah, bro. That's what I'm listening to on my way home. I got a, <laughs> I got a long walk from the studio. It's like 45 minutes. I, I really do a lot of good thinking on the way back from the studio. Yeah, especially on a nice day. It's, yeah. It might rain, though, so. Fuck, I hope not. Actually, I don't think it's supposed to in the forecast, dude. I wore a t-shirt and shorts to work today. It was phenomenal. Yeah, I drove by Astoria Park today. I was like, I just want to park my car, get out and walk. For real, for real. It was one day, like uh, last week, I think. It was like super nice. So me and Danny were like, fuck this. We went to Models and bought gloves. And we just played catch at a story apart. <laughs> you went to Models and bought You don't have a glove, bro? I haven't, dude, I haven't played baseball competitively in so long. That's true. So. I got my same glove from Matt Longo. I, I played softball the other day. I was playing third base, and I had my first baseman's glove. And everyone was like, why are you playing with a first baseman's glove? Because this thing is part of my hand. I play <laughs> everywhere with that thing, for real. Do you really? Yeah, the, people think I suck because like, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing, and then I show him. I know exactly <laughs> what the fuck I'm doing. They probably do. Like, yo, it's a third. Look at this <laughs> dickhead. And then things just get smoked down the line. I was out. Things get ripped in softball down the third base. Oh, oh, yeah. I was, I was busy. I'll never play third base in my life in softball. I'm too pussy. I made, uh, I made the the league too close email list for flashing the glove, the flashing the leather <laughs> at third base. Yeah, that's right. Strictly We're first base club, motherfuckers. I want to play in a softball league this summer. That'd be dope. Yo, if, if you want to dabble in it. I don't want to play in one where dudes are like so going so hard. Nah. So come come every Sunday. I play it at this thing where it's just a bunch of guys who show up and we pick teams there. And but it's like a league. So people care about it. People have like individual wins and losses. People just show up every Sunday and they pick teams. Come with me next Sunday. I got like a whole crew coming with me next Sunday. You should come too. I'm about to. How many? Do, where is it? Alley Palm Park. Oh, okay. I it's know like, yeah, is. it's like it's like a seven minute drive. Yeah, I might morning. come play. Come play, bro. I kind of want to play. I, I want a team. I want like I, that. Do we get like walk up trash. music? Do we get walk up? <laughs> if you want, bring a speaker. <laughs> no, I would want like a team. You I feel know? you. I feel you. And like we every week we fucking we yeah, we, the line. I'm like, could, oh, you're slipping this week. You're dropping down to the five spot. <laughs> we could feel the team. I feel like yeah. We could. Danny's down to play too. Danny Lope. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's a lefty too. Did he play baseball growing up? I know he played. Ball. Yeah, he was trash. He told me. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, softball he got nice. a baseballer's body. No offense, Danny. Sorry. A baseballer's body, like a baseball player's body, like Prince Fielder. <laughs> <laughs> he probably hits bombs. <laughs> Bro, he's half Puerto Rican. He can play for our team. It's true. Word, word, word. Get him on. Sign him up. Somebody, please. <laughs> um, all right, cool. The next next question is from uh, Ties ninety eight. Uh, would you guys rather have courtside seats at Game Seven of the NBA Finals or seats first row on the fifty yard line at the Super Bowl? Ooh. That's an easy one for me. I'm not a, the biggest NBA guy, so I'd easily go Super Bowl. I'm no doubt. Also, Super Bowl is also a spectacle. Mm. So it's like if I'm going, all right, give me my seats. I'm going for the whole week. I'm hitting the events. I'm hitting all that. Like NBA Finals is dope as hell, but it's a series. So it all comes down, boiling down to that one game. You only have like a one-day build to that game, whereas Super Bowl you have a whole two weeks of suspense. Events, media, like whole shindig. So I'm definitely easily going Super Bowl. I'm also going to go Super Bowl just for the simple fact that even though it is Game Seven of the NBA Finals, the first quarter it doesn't really matter. You know so it's like you can't get hype for like the first th- like you'll be hyped for like the first three, but like seven minutes in, someone hits a three, it's like okay, cool. But if someone like catches a first down at any point in the, in the Super Bowl, it's like, ah! yeah, it's like it's intense. So like <laughs> that's why I feel like it's I'd just be on the edge of my seat the entire time. Also, at, at Super Bowl. I'd like to think I'm going someplace nice. If you give me tickets to the Super Bowl, because usually it's someplace warm, Ooh, that's tropically. X factor that I didn't think about because I'm on the fence. I'm assuming that 
we have to assume that the Jets are in the Super Bowl and the Knicks are in the Super Bowl. I are in the NBA. No, nah, because that adds a little more. I think uh, because it's all about which team you like more. Uh, I don't know which one I'd rather see because the Knicks and the Jets both last won a championship in the same year, 1969-70. So I was way not born. Yeah, it's been, It was 18 or years. Or were you? One person could drink. I'm one person that can drink in 1980. I mean, smoke. Tim was freaking 19 years born after that. Yeah, that right. Even, that it wasn't took, even English. <laughs> it took me Tim 19, 19 years, years to get out uh, into the world after that. So... Um, I I'm down to see either one. I'm gonna go with the Super Bowl. Hmm. I can't I can't now go to the Super Bowl. If you told me Game Seven of the MLB uh, World Series, World Series, I have to consider that myself. I think that I'd rather go there. I think that I if especially if the Mets are playing because they're my number one all time franchise. So if if like if the Mets are playing, then I'd rather see the Mets win a championship than a lot of things in this world. Hmm. Bad things. Like I would do bad things for that. <laughs> bad things. Really bad things. It's on the verge of it. Four years ago, almost now. All right, Pilot Trevor ninety seven favorite favorite vi- favorite video game of all time. Ooh, favorite or best? Favorite. Favorite video game of all time: Pokemon Yellow on my Game Boy Color. That yeah. was the only game I can remember being completely obsessed with that I would not think about anything else. You know, I just it. downloaded that on my Switch. You know what's crazy? Nice. My nephews come over now and they always have their cards. Like, yo, where's your card? Yeah, I have no idea where my fucking cards are. I'm pissed. Oh, like your Pokemon cards? Yeah, like my mom saved them. I asked her. She's like, yeah, you spent way too much money on that for me to throw them out. Like, so you think I would throw those out? Yeah, they're somewhere. I was like, yeah, they're somewhere. But, so, yo, do you remember going to, well, I do, going to elementary school or middle school with the wire to link Game Boys and yes. Battle? Yes. Hell yeah. Bro. I had like a neon wire. Bro, amazing. I had like a, Purple. I had a whole kit that I was, it was like a fucking like purse. Yeah. yeah. Like you had your games. Remember your Game game Shark? Nah. Of course. Wait, Game Shark? Yeah, it, had like, it was like shark. it was like cheat codes or some shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, did, it was fucking. You ever up. do the missing no thing? Yeah, missing no, yeah. Damn, nah. You never did that? Dude, you go to fucking oh man. Uh, I can't the remember the thing, but you gotta go to an island. I know it was the island. The island where you find mag uh Magmar. F, yo. And you go up and down the coast nah. on the right side of the island. You go up and down the coast until you find like uh, you run into some like fucking tentacles or whatever, but then eventually you this thing pops up and it just looks like a it's missing number, like N-O, period. Yeah, but it just looks like, um, I don't even know. Like, you ever look at the back of a fucking SD card, basically? Like, <laughs> like a QR code broke, almost. Yeah, yeah. If you broke open, like, a, a like a, uh, an yeah. SD card, whatever that looks like, like the motherboard, it looked like that. And then once you defeat it, uh, I forget. Oh, you get, like, unlimited whatever. It was whatever item was, like, third in your uh, bag was, like, unlimited. So you put rare candies there, and then you just level up all your fucking Pokemon. Yep. I thought it was seventh. I don't know, bro. I made those numbers up. Yeah, so you put the rare candies there, and you had unlimited rare candies, and then so I missed out on 99. Yeah. yeah, bro. Wonderful. Although I did beat the game one time without it. I did it. potions and shit. I was like, yeah. yo, hit me. I don't give a fuck. I was fucking... <laughs> <laughs> had master potions and shit. I was fucking it up. Master potions. Fire, Who's your fire. favorite Pokemon? Machamp, oh, bro. Good, the boxer? Machamp? Nice, 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 nice. Machamp, this guy Machamp. is. Machamp. I was always a big fan What's of... What's he evolve um, into, or is he the evolved version of Machamp? It's Machop, Machamp, Machoke. Yeah. No, no, no. Machoke. Machop, Machoke, and Machamp. Yeah. I was... Uh, Those are my guys. Machop. About, remember like the like the karate guys? Like something Him Lee, Lee, Hitmonchan. Hitmonchan. Oh, Hitmonchan. Hitmonchan. For Bruce Lee. For Jackie and, Chan yeah. and Bruce Lee. Um, 
I was a uh, I was Scyther. Remember Scyther? <sighs> Fucked with Scyther. Yeah, hard, I was I was dude. I was big into Scyther. Yeah. I tried to get a Scyther on my squad, but getting <laughs> Scythers is hard. So I don't know. Scyther was my shit. I mean, everyone's bro. favorite is Pikachu. No, my that's favorite, my guy. My favorite is Zapdos. Zapdos is fire too. Guy Zapdos sick. is fire. Eevee in general, dope. Yeah, because she ah. could turn into water, fire, thunder. Yeah, you know, there's a they have like combo cards now. And Snorlax and Eevee are like a team on one card. Really? Yeah. My nephew was just hyped because he got he had it. Like he was at my house a couple weeks ago. I, he came over yesterday. He's like, "Yo, I got the rare version." I'm like, "I thought you had that already." He goes, "Nah, it's rare now." <laughs> that's like, how it yeah. used to be too. It was like the holographic cards. Remember that? Yo, I yeah. got a holographic Charizard somewhere that's like worth fourteen thousand dollars. That's what, that's that Yo, Charizard's really son. <sighs> So cool. Yo, you know they're making like a, a a movie about Pokemon, right? Oh, it's coming out tomorrow. The Pikachu, uh, Detective Pikachu. Yeah, yo, bro. First of all, I heard a rumor that they're they're doing that movie, and Sonic is also doing a movie where it's kind of like what's the live action, mm-hmm. live action, right? So they're doing it like that, and they're trying like there's a rumor that they're setting up like a Super Smash Brothers like like sort of like the Avengers oh, where they do all these separate movies and then a Super shit. Smash thing. I have See, a boner I'm, right now. For real. Like, I'm not about the, the superheroes, but get, uh, get me on Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, I'm about I'm both. so with it. So Sonic was wasn't in the Super it. Smash Brothers. No, so, I don't think I don't think so. Speaking of favorite video games, Super Smash Brothers gotta be up there as well. Super Smash Brothers, this is a great game. Mario Kart, I like better though. Mario Kart I is love great. Mario, Mario Kart. Kart's Mario great. Party too is great for me. Really good fun. Especially if you had like a group of three or four. Hell yeah. What about Mario sports Party. video games? Sports, uh, MLB The Show, and NHL, and, my shit. and FIFA. Yeah, I was huge. Like FIFA was my shit. For I like all time. sports games except the NBA games. I don't play them. Yo, MLB. Yo, do you remember the Madden? My bad. Team, the Madden yeah. dynasties we had. Yeah, we, we used to have online franchises go for like two or three season years. They were fan- like you start off as a fantasy draft. So first of all, getting like twelve of your friends to fucking be Yo, there at the same time is impossible. It's a five hour draft, and like- everyone takes the like every tick. I'm like, it's the first round. Just take fucking <laughs> like. Cares. It doesn't even matter at this point. This kid never drafted a quarterback. All he, all he drafted was offensive. He would draft a running back, then all offensive line, and then his quarterback would be like Josh Dobbs or some shit. Yeah, he know. was this year. But I had Seneca Wallace in the past. I had Vince Young. <laughs> yeah, see? I went like 1-15 in 15 with Vince Young, <laughs> and Kurt Warner came out of retirement. I made the playoffs next year because like I signed Kurt Warner. Yeah. Behind the, uh, behind the behind offensive, line, get offensive up, line. Yeah, get him some... I had to throw the bank at him though. Boss. He wanted bread. <laughs> I had to sway him at retirement to come to my shitty team. I can't. I can't go over, uh, on off, off this question without mentioning the original MVP franchise, MVP two thousand five, best best baseball game ever made. That was a good one. Uh, also, I want to mention uh, Metal Gear Solid. The first one was also an amazing game. GTA. I Call of Duty Big Red One for PlayStation Two back in the day. Yo, do you know they did stuff for like that first Metal Gear Solid, right? And this maybe doesn't sound I mean it, it is a little crazy, but it's even crazier when you think about the time that that video game came out. There was a guy. Have you guys played that? Metal Gear. No, nah, I only played back God. in the day, back in the day. So there was this guy Psycho Mantis that like he like read your mind and he like would appear out of nowhere and the only way you can beat him is if you unplugged your controller. Like you know they had one slot and two slot yeah. for the controllers. You had to take your uh, controller and plug it into the opposite slot, and then then you could beat him because then he can't read your mind. Isn't that insane? How do they know that? Is that a real thing? Yes. Like that's a really the only way to beat the game. Are you sure? That guy. 
And people had... I'm fairly certain that's the only way. I know it's the way I beat them, too. Like, because mm. I had heard about it. It was like, oh, you got to put it into a different slot. I feel like that's bonkers, because whenever you used to, like, unplug your remote, it, like, a thing would pop up, like, oh, plug your controller back in. Yeah, and it, it did. And then, like, you had to plug it into the and other one. And then, the he, and then he he's like... And I remember him, like, he the character, like, yells. He's like, I can't read your mind. Like, he says it. Shit. Fire, right? So did you have to look that up? The fuck yeah. Or yeah. <laughs> like, you hear it like through the grapevine, like that's true. Dude, one of the best things is back in the day. Do you remember the um, the book fairs that used to come to schools? Of Scholastic book fairs. I yeah. always used to buy the ninety nine cheat codes for your video games <laughs> and like the like how, how much to, did how your parents beat, hate you for sending you to school this? money? And then. Well, I would always like supplement it with like a smart book. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, I would take my mom's money. It would be like James yeah. and the Giant Peach and Ninety Nine Ways to Beat Your Video Game. <laughs> my, my, I would always spend money on fucking erasers. Yeah, those yeah. erasers were or were mechanical crazy pencils. I need some crazy. Hell shit. yeah, bro! And then pretend to inject yourself with lead. <laughs> or the big ass pencils that you never wrote with. You guys ever buy oh, the yeah. big yeah, ass yeah, pencils? Yeah. Hell yeah, love those squiggly things. shits and wild Fuck shit. Yeah, erasers dude. were the shit. Yeah, you, you had like a fire once, eraser, you were the shit. Yeah. Those, those, those like two tone erasers, it was like half pink and half yeah, gray. Yeah. You're like, fuck it. Dude. <laughs> I haven't erased anything in so long. I wish I could say the same. Yeah, well, you, you work in a school, so. Yeah. A, little <laughs> diff, a little different. Um, Bronco Jordan, what was each of your guys' jersey number growing growing up and why? Mm. Uh, you guys want. I guess I'll start. I had two. Number nine, because for some reason, the number nine just. Stuck with me. If, if nine wasn't available, I'd go 99. That was in baseball. Um, but in football, I was number 67. Um, that's because that was the first number that was ever given to me. I was an offensive lineman slash defensive lineman in high school. So they gave me 67, and that's the number I ran with. Nice. Yeah. And baseball for me, first it was 12 growing up because I liked Soriano. Mm. Then it changed to 27, and that's my number. That's my Twitter handle, too. I don't know, 27. I like 27. just popped to me. 27 championships? Maybe nah, nah. It was twenty six though. Like when I was before, oh, you know. True. I don't know. Twenty seven just always pops. It's a weird number, but that, equals nine. <laughs> my birthday is nine nine nine. Nine nine ninety three. Ooh, nine nine nine. Nine's wild. And then for soccer, it was eighteen, which is kind of an unorthodox number for a defender. I played center back. You'd think it's like usually lower numbers, like three or something like that. But I was given eighteen freshman year. So I went to Tim, and I just stuck with it. I had the opportunity to change it, but I was like, nah, I'm good. I want to have one number in my whole career. <laughs> I thought that was fire. Yeah. I thought that was like, you know. I wore 22 when I was super young because my oldest brother wore 22. And I was like, oh, I'm going to wear it too. So <laughs> like that, yeah. But then uh, I I uh, started wearing zero. Yeah. And zero just been my number, yeah. So I started wearing zero, I think, um, maybe when I was like 13 before that, I was always 22. I don't even know why I started wearing zero. I think I, I wore like, zero because like no one wore it. Like, yeah. cause back then the only person who wore it was like Gilbert Arenas. Now everyone wears zero, and it's like common in sports, but it wasn't at all. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna be different, dude. Yeah, Remember Greg like, Ostertag? He wore the double zero. Double zero, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, See, zero and that's fire. the thing. I would never wear double zero. Like I hate double zero. Single zero, I'm cool with. Double zero, I hate. But if I had to go, like I'm a big single digit guy though. I, I like love like my dream. Well, it's over now. Dream's dead. <laughs> but my dream would have been to play like D-line in college and wear a single digit. That's fine. Yeah. I feel like you're elite if you wear a single digit. Yeah. yeah. Single digit on you defense is like, whoa. Stick the fuck out. It's like, yo, this kid's nice. <laughs> That's why I picked nine probably because it's the highest single digit and I was all about the single digits. But I've always had an affinity for the number nine. I don't know why. I'm a big three guy. Hmm. 
like three. Yo, when you were zero, you stuck out like a sore thumb. Because like everyone knew you as like that's Joey. Yeah. You could see you because no deep. one wore zero. You see him from deep and it's just a big fat zero. And oh yeah, Joey's here. Yeah, I can still imagine your your yellow and or like and black jersey. You know how yeah, zero. Yeah, bro. You know how when you were younger and you roll up to the field like by yourself, you're like, yo, who's here? And like you just kind of scope out from afar. You just be like, oh, Joey's here. Joey's here. <laughs> <there."> <laughs> <laughs> it's a <boy>. zero. <laughs> oh man, those are the days. <coughs> My my first ever like uh, ICYP like I, ICYP there's no line, there's, it's just touch and I still wore the number sixty seven. I look <laughs> so like I was sticking out like a sore thumb. I was like the only number over thirty five. You want to hear about sticking out like a sore thumb? When I was in high school, my sophomore year after uh, the football team had already played a week, I decided that I wanted to play football because they had like a shortage of like. Something I don't even know Really at, at Fran- St. Francis Well he didn't have like a sh- Well we have three different teams There wasn't really like a shortage But like if you're on the JV and uh, freshman teams It's not as like Glamorous as the varsity team So it's varsity like Varsity probably pulls guys like if Yeah varsity to. we cut like 60 people Like it was crazy But uh, my JV year I was like yeah I want to play Blah 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 So I like went out And sort of had like a tryout Like practice With the team And um, You know the coach I was like an asset like I didn't like we didn't like pl- I didn't really play because like we I was a wide receiver and when you're in JV we hand the ball off like 90% of the yeah, time yeah. you know so there wasn't really like anything but they, they thought I was like a good athlete and it was like good for like yo we'll move you eventually you'll be on varsity and you could do something there but uh so I was on the team they gave me 92 as a wide receiver <laughs> that's fire that's also fire though. in the slot yeah it's like the opposite of the yeah, single right? digit D lineman no, I, ha- I hated it. I hated it so offense. much. Ninety-two, is such a big number too. Like huge number. The number nine is big, and the number two is big. This shit is wide. Yeah, as fuck. Yo, like, <laughs> as a wide receiver, you're like, oh my god, bro, who how about is this? When kickers wear like nineties in, in college. Yeah, that's kickers strange. that shit all the time. Yeah, it's very strange. Punters. That's because like, yeah, we got one extra jersey here. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless you go to Utah. <laughs> uh, all right. Next is from P- Piz two four three. Do you guys think the NFL Combine is a proper way to assess talent when it comes to drafting players? I personally, if I'm drafting, I prefer a whole body of work rather than one day. I think, you know, it's any given day. So you can have a bad day. I wouldn't necessarily let that make you fall in my in my eyes in the draft. Like, it's a testing day. And if you test bad, I'm sure a day down the road that you're preparing for, you'll test better. So, no, nah, I don't really take it too much into consideration. If someone has a bad combine or a great combine, it doesn't sway my opinion either way. I do and I don't. I think there are some things in it that are that are good and some things that are bad. Like one thing that I think I would be looking for if I was an NFL scout, I'd be like, is this dude in shape? You know, because it is the NFL Combine. So for you to show up and like test shitty, I think is a testament to your work. You so know? I, I, it's one thing if like your skills are off that day because you're nervous or whatever. But if like your bench is low and your forty sucks sure. and your three cone drill is terrible, and it really depends what position you are. If if you're a uh, you know a a defensive lineman and your cone drill is like ridiculously bad. It's like, all right, like, or if you can't push up some weight because yeah. you haven't been in the gym. Yeah. It's like, yo, this is like your one shot. If you didn't take it seriously, then you're going to test bad on certain things that I'm looking at. I think for the biggest thing, it's, you know, explosiveness and potential. So there's, there are things like, you know, if, if someone's dropping passes at the combine, like, I, I don't really care. You could teach someone how to catch a football. You just shoot a football at them a thousand times and they'll figure <laughs> it out, you know? But I want to know if you can run routes. I want to know if you're explosive, if you can create separation and, like, you know. And at the end of the day, this is a, a big day for people in the NFL. So it's like, 
I don't need you to be the best person here. I just need you to look like you came prepared. Yeah. That's that's my only thing. And I heard also that Tom Coughlin, when he was with the Giants, he would, on the 40, he would only test like the first 10 yards because he wanted to see like explosiveness. He didn't care about their 40. He was just like, I want to see if this guy's fast off the line. Makes this, makes sense. It does. It makes the most sense because when the fuck are you running 40 yards? Except <laughs> if you're a gunner on special teams. Or like a kick returner. It's like yeah. you're never going to run 40 yards. Running a nine route. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but even then, if you're in the NFL, if you have the fastest 10 yards in the league, you can create some separation there. And by the time you or catch you the ball, on no one's going to yeah. catch you. Right. Yeah, so I think it's yes and no. I think it, it serves a purpose in the terms of, like, if you're looking at Alabama prospects, like, really? I mean, they had to play Clemson, and they had to play all those guys uh, in the SEC. But if you're looking at, like, Eastern Illinois prospects, right, you, they might be able to dominate a – shittier division and against weaker to competition but like look at a guy like khalil mack right khalil mack went to buffalo and he had a lot of gaudy numbers in buffalo but no one was really talking about him as a high draft prospect then he goes to the combine and he fucking murders it and all of a sudden he's top five and i think that when you're looking at it that way it's like the combine can kind of confirm or deny what you've seen in college now, if someone has no production and is just a, a combine darling like uh, Rashad Gray, uh, the former Michigan D end and now for uh, the D end for the Packers, that worries me because he didn't have a lot of production against the high um, quality players uh, playing against Michigan. What he did have though was great numbers at the combine and he a lot of athleticism. So it's give and take. I'll, I don't like watching the combine. I know you're a big combine fan, Joe. <laughs> I like to seeing the numbers afterwards because it does it does kind of remind me of like a kind of a dog and pony show. You know what I mean? Just like it is. They they number them. They are looking at them as just like hunks of beef. You know what I mean? Like they ask them ridiculous questions. Like is your mom a hooker? I mean, who who is that again? Like someone said. Like they asked me if my mom was a whore. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I can't remember who, but like really. People like that's what you're like. So, man, eh, it, it, it has its good and it's bad. Like a guy like Tyree Jackson, right, this year who didn't get drafted, he got signed as a, as a uh, undrafted free agent to Buffalo. He put on a lot of tape at Buffalo that was, I sound like a Buffalo like football expert right now. Well, he's also yeah. from Buffalo. Right, no, he's from Michigan. Oh, so he put he put on a show in, in, uh, in Buffalo, but when he went to the combine, he missed some throws. Um, he impressed with his athleticism and his speed, but the throwing wasn't there, so he tr- dropped out of the draft. So it was just interesting to see, like, you could really help your stock or hurt your your stock at the NFL Combine, but at the end of the day, um, it's only a supplement to what you saw them do on the field. That's what I'm saying. Like, I wouldn't let one day drastically affect my judgment on someone's yeah, I, game I, or, you know, future. I think it's more about, like, looking at the mechanics of these dudes. Like, do they have bad habits like That's if, true. It's if, also, if a d- offensive lineman is crossing his feet you're like i can't help this fucking guy now right. like you made it by because you're you're blocking a fucking bio major <laughs> that's why and you dominated him but in this league you cross your legs you're on your ass yeah so it's like it's not happening and if you're a quarterback and you know your ball's low or like you know you your your step your drops are terrible or like whatever like there's little things or you're not throwing with your legs and you're throwing with like like an idiot i don't know but like those kind of things i think are alarming to certain people but i don't think it's really about like did you hit every throw perfectly did you catch every pass did you bench everything 25 times it's like i don't i think there's a little there's things within each uh, drill that are s- small and intricate that I think people are watching. 
It, it, it's also like the first time you get to see what goes on behind closed doors too. Cause you see these guys in game, right? You can go scout their game, but you see what, I guess their work ethic really amounts to, I guess, in the combine because their numbers, their vert, you know, their athletic abilities more so than their talents. That's very true. Uh, this, I just want to vent about something real quick while we're here and on this topic. DK Metcalf, one of the reasons why he fell so far in the draft is because he had a bad shuttle and cone drill. And everyone was talking about how he was going to suck, that he was only a one-trick pony. And then a video came out like a day ago at the time of this recording, a day ago. And it's him like breaking in and out of a cut around some cones. And now he's everyone's favorite pick for steal of the draft rookie of the year. And it just shows how much there's overreaction to these, to these, to everything. And right now we are in a place where, where, you know, everyone's a critic and everyone has an outlet. So these, you're going to see sensationalized shit. And I think that the, the combine is one of those things that gets sensationalized. Sometimes. Where did Metcalf go? Seattle. Seattle. That's right. Which is probably the perfect fit for him. It's better, better for him. By the way, Baldwin's heard, done too. That's it. what I heard. Yeah. I heard he's going to retire. Oh, what a year to draft him, Joey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get to our next question here. We have Bournes. Uh, you all go on vacation to Spain. You're having a good time, but then you find out you must participate in either running of the Bulls or the tomato throwing event. Which would you rather? I've been to Spain. I've been to five cities in Spain. I went to a bull fighting arena. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Uh, did you was, see an event take place? I did not see an event. It, it was off season. Okay. But I went to see like the history and everything. I have a friend, a mutual friend of ours, Max. Yep. Who actually ran with the bulls twice in Pamplona. Uh-huh. Ah, this is a tough one. I don't know. I don't know. Thrill of running from those bulls. I was gonna say I'm not the fastest of foot though. Yeah, but hold on. I got I got a good arm though. And for adrenaline (laughs) reasons, I do run with the bulls. Yo, you get probably get a rush like no other. Yeah, not only that, but I feel like yo, tomatoes aren't that soft, dude. Yeah, yeah, we probably get wrecked. I could get like concussed. (laughs) If someone like crushes me in a good spot with a tomato, I'm I have to sit down. Yeah, like it's a tomato. Maybe just get knocked out. Maybe you could break a bone. Probably <laughs> tell you what, I'm firing this shit at people. I'm yeah, fuck. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm not fast. The bull might has the upper hand, but if I'm in a in a tomato pit with some Spaniards whose national sport is, is soccer, I'm gunning. Maybe yeah. See, <laughs> my shoulder's a little fucked, so that I'm, I'm also gunning. influences my decision. Yeah, I don't can't know. throw as hard as I once used to. I, I might want to run with the bulls because I think it 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 holds more weight. Like if I had to do one. Mm. Because I feel like that the tomato does. fight's like, oh, I had a tomato fight. That's cool, man. You had a food fight. That's sick. Uh, anyway, I'd be like, yo, but I was running from fucking bulls. That's true. They just let them loose. That's, that's a fire question. Bro, that's how I'm going to feel when we hike Zion, if I'm able to do it. Like, yo, I fucking hiked that bitch. Yeah. You guys were planning on hiking Zion? Yeah, we're going to Zion in September. You're going to hike it? Oh, Angel's Landing. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Be sick, guys. You Have you ever seen it? I'm jealous. It's pretty sick. Yeah, it's kind of scary. It's like, like I- the last bit of it half mile or so it's just like it's like there's a metal chain that's like drilled into the rocks because you have to hold on to it because it's so like skinny that my heart or no it's my, just like my you like fall you fall it's yeah like you're, you're dead side. you are dead my heart is like already like my i could feel like Yo, my, i'm starting to sweat a little bit <laughs> you know, Tim, i've watched videos where i'm like in bed and like i'll have to get up because i start getting like anxiety <laughs> Scary, and you're gonna be there. Yeah. See, you know what's gonna, well, for me, I'm fire. gonna. Be, I'm I, contemplating doing it now. Which is why when Joey said, like, if you came back with running of the bulls, but yeah, I did that shit. I was like, if I do the angels landing the last half mile of the hike, 
come back like yeah do that shit i feel like i'm gonna get there and be like i'm here yeah you know but honestly if it looks like how it looks in some pictures i'm gonna be like well fuck that easy decision not to do this because in some pictures it looks way like thinner like way more narrow they said like the scariest part is like a three foot wide like it's like three stones together you have to step up so like steps but the stone is only three feet wide which is still wide you know it's like wide enough I thought Breakneck Ridge was scary. <laughs> you did that? I did Breakneck, yeah. In Jersey? In, uh, no, it's here. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's not in Jersey. Yo, how hard is that? Breakneck was challenging. Wait, is that the one you were talking about? Yes. The one you were telling me? Yo, it's so hard. Challenging. I was telling them. I'm like, yo, you have to legitimately scale the side of a rock. I, I There was one point where my back was against the back rock, and I was using my front leg and my hands as leverage, and I had to like shimmy up in between two rocks. Dude, it's really hard. Like, Fire. It's really hard. <laughs> it was and mad fun I did it And I, I was seeing all the signs And I was just like Jesus Christ People are like This is experienced hikers And then mm-hmm. it's like Yo once you start You can't come down Because you'll die Yep And then yo The worst part Is when you get to the top The descent Is like this <laughs> So it's like Your quads are on fire Because uh-huh. your feet Are just angled The whole time yeah, yeah. It's terrible And did you Did you have to like Go through the butt cracks you, Excuse me Like there's like these I don't know My, my fiance calls them The butt cracks like these, like where the rocks meet, and you have to like put your feet in it and like yeah, yeah. tuck your feet in and go up. I had to pull some people. Like, yeah, 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 dude. It's it's a community event, that's for sure. There was like a dog on it. I'm like, how the fuck is this dog getting up here? Yo, my fiance's a beast. She she's done that like sixty times, and she she went to Montana and and did uh, um, Glacier Park, which yeah. is you you thought break it's it makes breakneck rigs look like your fucking stairs. Yeah. For real. Stairs are pretty tough, She's too. a beast. <laughs> <laughs> Stairs in my last apartment? Whew. Thank God I got out of there. Uh, all right, so we're all going. We're, we're running from bulls, I think. Uh, okay, from uh, the 1J dub. Um, of all the arenas and stadiums that you visited to watch sporting events, which is your favorite? Hmm. I have a, a, a corny answer. Uh, I haven't been to that many places, I don't think, to watch sports. I've been to quite a few, but I think my favorite is honestly City Field. <laughs> Nice place. And I also, you know, you know what it was. I, when we went to Denver, we went to Coors Field. We did, and it was it's like the we also went to Mile field. High though too. We went to the football. We went game. to Mile High too. Yeah, to me that was just like a, a stadium. It, I mean, it was cool. Like I liked it. Like you know, whatever. But there's something about the City Field that I just really enjoy. But um, the beers. Yes. <laughs> no, but uh, the actual field and like scoreboard and shit easily Coors Field. I thought it was awesome and the way that they like display everything and like it was really cool didn't think this the actual like stadium where you get the food and whatnot was like anything crazy it was built in 93 right so it's like one of those stadiums that is like all the attention onto the field not like today where you can do a hundred million shit it's like camden yards it was like the first of the new generation of ballparks yeah yeah and also the outfield is really cool because it's like very open and you you're literally like like those standing seats are incredible. Like I would never pay to sit if I was like if I lived in Denver. Because when you're standing in the outfield, you're kind of like level. Like it doesn't go that high, so it's like you're like, it feels like you're like, twenty feet above the, yeah, field. It's like pretty sick. sick. And if you go up top, you see the Rocky Mountains in the backdrop. Yeah. Pretty so that cool. it was really nice. But something about City Field, man. I just I I just like the whole feel of it. I mean, it's a, the stadium's nice, uh, and like. The beer selection, the food. There's a brewery right outside of it. Um, like I, I don't know. I just like City Field as a whole. But it, it if you were gonna count, like 
the surrounding area, then I'd probably go Denver because right they have like a bunch of nightlife like right down the street as well from nice. Forest Field. I gotta go to Denver. I gotta make my way to Denver. Denver's incre- uh, so good. I yeah. fucking love Denver. So good. I gotta make my way. Denver there. was pretty badass. I gotta make my for multiple reasons. I gotta go out there. Yeah. That was <laughs> yo. That was the first time I was I had an edible. <laughs> well, first time I got high. How, that was I had that experience. To. It was like yo, we're in Denver. Like it's legal. Like you know, I hope you didn't go hiking afterwards. I had an edible on the hike <laughs> <laughs> for the first time. No, I had one the night before for the first time. Oh, okay. I was like, right, I think I can manage this tomorrow. <laughs> it was probably you. stupid as hell now that I think about it, but it was for the descent, not the ascent. Okay. Which was a little much more yeah, manageable. I was about to say, yeah. okay, you're, boss you're also right. jumped into the coldest water I've ever felt in my life. Bro, we did a hike. It was like a, it was basically to see what was the Emerald Lake. Emerald Lake was like the last lake. It was a three it's like lake a hike. Green. It's I mean it's emerald. <laughs> yeah. It was beautiful. So I was like, yo, I bought I bought a bathing suit with me in my bag. I think I was the only one. I didn't even tell anyone. I was, I was just like, yo, I'm bringing a bathing suit because it's gonna be like, yo, it's the purest of water. It's I was nature. scared. I was scared of like a parasite crawling in my cock and like eating me from the inside. <laughs> out. That, that that thing that actually happens. I know that. That's why I was so afraid. <laughs> but um, nah, I was the least bit afraid. And I was there was people it was also there. a little windy, so it was like cold. But I think Boss was so cold that he became numb because he's like, "I'm chilling." I was like, "Yeah, you're gonna be chilling." <laughs> I mean, I was in and out of there real quick. Yeah, quick dick, dip a dive. Uh, real quick before uh, I guess we're going back to I'm gonna the go West. a little off a little off here. I'm gonna say West Point. Um, I went to an Army football game and. It would the the atmosphere itself. Now I haven't been to a lot of college football games, so maybe it was just like me experiencing college football for the first time when I was there. But I just thought the atmosphere of like the whole, like, um, like the army, the army student section, like they were all in their uniforms, but they were kind of like relaxed and they were all like being the, but when something happened, they all like snapped into formation and like went on the field. You could tell that it was like on the field in the stands. Like there was just an, uh, an aura of, um, high classiness that comes with any military situation. So I think West Point was like my favorite off the beaten path uh, type, type stadium. But if I'm going to go to classic Fenway Park, yo, Fenway's dope. here, if you walk into a pl- any wrong section, they're going to say, where's your ticket? Get the fuck out of here, motherfucker. Yeah. In Boston, I swear to God, I, I had tickets for behind the, um, the short porch in right field. And I sat behind home plate the entire game. No one even... I went to get clam chowder a couple times. No one checked my shit. <laughs> Yo, they come around with clam chowder. Are you kidding me? Do Lindsay they? Clam yeah. chowder, bro. That's where it's... That's I'm, where in, it's I'm in. I'm in. So, like, chowder. Fenway for the traditional answer, but West Point for the non-traditional answer. Yo, when we were at Mile High, we actually... We had two different seats because we couldn't all get tickets together because we bought, like, that day up. It's like a spontaneous thing. And some of us sat, like, way up... Uh, in the stadium And that shit shakes Like cause people like Do this with their feet Like they like Stomp their feet or whatever and it's so old And it moves dude And you're like Yo my we're Remember they, they <laughs> Mile high too They shoot the fire out Of the torches like, Oh my god score, it And it feels like, like They're shooting degrees it warmer Yeah dude it, really? Right away You could feel it Like they shit. shoot fire Out of the top Of the scoreboard Anytime there's a score For Denver Like they, even if they Kick a field goal It's like, <laughs> it's like Whoa It's like a kiss concert It was yo It's hot too bro Feels it on your You feel it on your neck I gotta go. It was dope. That's it. You guys are gonna yeah, I'm gonna go PNC Park in Pittsburgh. Nice. Probably one of the sickest backshots. Oh, I want to go there so bad. Yeah, it's beautiful. That park was a good time. I got 
to walk around the whole park. It's right on the water, which is pretty dope. You have the city backdrop in the background, the bridge. It's just like well documented how nice that is. Um, Fenway, Wrigley too. It's just those two together. It's the aura, the mystique of the old stadiums. Uh, it's pretty cool. I got to see the Yankees play the Cubs at Wrigley two years ago. Yankees swept them, so that was also another fun experience. Um, but yeah, I've been to a ton of ballparks. Not really arenas, though. I'm more of an outdoorsy guy. I will like, say TD Garden. Fo- hated it. Did you? Hated TD Garden. TD was all right. Nothing's worse than the Coliseum, though. Boy, yeah, that's a shithole. Yeah, the Coliseum was so Nassau bad. Coliseum? Yeah, yeah, it was really bad. Uh, we know. Uh, it was pretty bad. <laughs> I, I love- not a big Barclays guy, either. Barclays is too like steep Barclays. on the on the on the top row. Yo, how tiny is Barclays compared to the Garden? Yeah, it's really yeah, small in every aspect, way. though. Like, there's the corridors are tiny, like everything. The top, you know, the top is way too steep. Like, why do you got to be that steep? I've been to many events at the Barclays. I went to a graduation there. I went to a J Cole concert. I went to a basketball up. game. Every single time, I felt like I was gonna fucking die. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the Barclays. Chill. Yeah. You know what's a good place, but with shitty products, a shitty product on the field at least. The Marlin Stadium, the one in Miami. I've never been there. I went there when it first opened, the first year. They had everything new. The Bobblehead uh, Museum is in there. Really? Like, yeah, we just, we just, honestly, we didn't really. We stayed for a little bit of the game. My brother ended up catching John Carl Stanton's home run, but that's fire. Yeah, but we uh, most of the time we just kind of went around. They had the, they have the Clevelander in the back, yeah, which yeah. is uh, you know one of our favorite spots. Like everyone, everyone here loves the Clevelander. So, yeah, that's another one that's underrated. That's fire. But I've, have you ever been to like a lot of arenas? I no. do more stadiums than I do arenas. Same. I mean, I've been to TD Garden. I've been to Toronto. No one travel. I've like, been to TD. Uh, I haven't been to the Toronto. Air Canada Center. How well it's called like Scotia Bay Place now or something. Hmm. I went to UFC event. That was pretty dope. I went to Philly, Wells Fargo a couple times. Sat courtside for a Sixers game. I went to a spring I feel training like all game. Arenas are like the same to me though. I feel like stadiums are much more. You can separate them more. You guys ever been to a Brooklyn Cyclone game? No. Yeah. MCU Park younger. is a is a cool place cool. to be if you're a family. If you want to like a family friendly night with some baseball, I used to announce for the Brooklyn Cyclones way back in the day, um, which I was actually watching Pat Vinette uh, pitch for the Giants today, and he was actually pitching the, uh, f- for the Cyclones when I was Pretty there. Say Ike Davis, um, Daniel yeah, a lot Murphy. Of guys come through. That's like the first stop. Yeah, yeah. So it was cool. I saw Daniel Murphy's dick in the locker room. Just What's putting up? that out there. I saw Daniel Murphy's What's dick up with it? in the locker room. What's up with it? Yeah, you know, we're average guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nothing nothing bad. Nothing I thought good, there was someone with that story. I was about to say. Nah, just, you know, you. I, I was a kid and I was a reporter. And I walk into the locker room the first time and everyone's like, Yeah, these are our dicks. Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, right. Welcome to our locker room. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Church. I had a, I got an interview with Ryan Church. Remember Ryan Church? Of course I remember Ryan Church. Yeah. Former Nat. Yeah, that was cool. Well, I felt was like he a big shot back then. Huh? Ryan Church was he yes. in the Expo? He was a former Nat, former Expo, former Met. He was in Expo, right? Yeah, he was. So. Uh, the last question is kind of tied into this one. Uh, it was Chino. He asked, "What stadium, no matter what sport, would you like to visit?" Hmm. That's a good one. That is a good one, Chino. Good I have a weird answer. I want to go to Cowboys Stadium. That's not weird. Makes sense. That's well, a spectacle. I spectacle. Fucking cannot stand it. But like, <laughs> I would love, I would love to go if no one was in it. Oh, I know mine. <laughs> Mine's easy. San Francisco Giants on the Bay. I was going to say that, too. I, I didn't get a chance so to see bad. a Giants game when I was out in San Fran. Word, you get the canoe seats? The kayak. <laughs> no, yo, I do want to do that. I want to sit in a kayak one game, bring a radio, and I want to go in, like, in the stadium for a game. Nice. You know, you can't see fire. anything from there, right? No, nah, but you no got the radio way. on. You can't see anything, but you just... Barry Bonds isn't playing there anymore, so you're probably not going to catch a ball. I mean, you got lefties out there. You got Brandon Belt. You got to go when Cody Bellinger comes to town. Yeah, yeah. They yo, come I, there a lot. That guy, I just happened to look at like... 
the league leaders. What oh, a yeah. fucking year he's having, you huh? Check out our MLB show from last Cheap week. Cheap plug. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, uh, I was like, God damn, Tony really Bellinger's going off. The guy's amazing right at the moment. And he's a lefty. He's a former Yankee. He's a lefty. Speaking of Cody Bellinger, not only is he raking in real life, but uh, in my MLB The Show game, I hit like 40 home runs. Nice. That's and then, trash. And then I went to the home run derby, and uh, I was facing Cody Bellinger in the first round. And I hit 12 home runs. He hit 15. Smoked. I was like, fuck this guy. <laughs> I think that's why I looked him up. I'm like, is he even doing well right now? <laughs> this guy's like fucking crushing everything. He's a beast. RBIs, home runs, batting average. Oh he's God. leading the league in all of it. Yeah, he's it's fucking triple crazy. grounding. Yeah. yeah. Mine's AT&T Park or whatever. I don't know. I think they changed the name on that one too. They always do. I wanted to go to Seattle last year. We were going to go to Seattle Safe before call. we booked Denver. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I'm well, not really I don't know like, if you were, but we were like it was like in the talks. It was like Seattle, Denver, or something else. If I'm going, they also like over serve there, like crickets or some crazy shit I'm or good. fried grasshoppers. That's what it is. Oh, that I'm definitely good. I'll I want to try the shit out of that. You, same thing. No, it's not. It's kind of the same thing. Grasshoppers are bigger. It's like saying like, man, fine. Would you eat beef or would you eat like veal? Same shit. Beef is better than veal. I like veal. Although it's I mean, fucked like up, what, for what it veal. is. You know what veal is? I don't want to hear this. They grow much. a cow in a box, and then it can't like it. It tries to grow past the box, and it can't, and they murder it and use its 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 meat. Ew. Yeah, they That's fuck. Cool. It's it's a fucked up existence for those cows. Jesus, thank you, Tim. Yeah. Uh, but if I was going towards Seattle, I would just go to Vancouver. Fire. I want to go there. Yeah, like I want to go really left field because you guys know I'm not a soccer guy. I want to go to like. Wembley Stadium Ooh. and experience Yo. like a real yeah. so, soccer match. I feel that. Vuvuzelas. Yeah, like all of it. I want all of it. I want all of it. I want every. I want. I want it all. Yeah, I, was I want go someone to, to shoot a flare at me. The Yankees are playing in England <laughs> this year. I was gonna do that. Nice, but then I was like, same to you. I was like, yeah, I'd rather go for a soccer game, honestly. Yeah, I also like see up the Yankees tickets. anytime, but it's just like soccer game. You can do a double dip while you're out there. Way more cultural. Nah, it's in like. Well, I don't know when they play. If it's the start of the EPL season, it could be possibly. I looked, looked at up, it? I looked at the Yankee tickets. Boy, those are a lot. There are a ton. It's in, Yankee Red Sox. In pounds? They're bringing their best. No, Is like in, in pounds American, American dollars? dollars. Yo, contrary to the NFL where they just send like shitbag teams over there, baseball's bringing Yankee Red Sox to London. Is that a Yankee home game? Home games or so. Red Sox home games? Uh, I'm not sure. I think it's advantage. Red Sox, but the Yankees are wearing the pinstripes because like. The Yankee Ore is all about the pitch. It's a big advantage. Someone's going to be playing only 78 it's games only, in their home stadium yeah, this year. That's only two less. It's two games. Two games set. Oh, it's a, two games set. It's like crazy. they do it in Mexico and in Japan? Yeah, the series. Yeah. That's cool. But, uh, yeah, I looked at it. Even the flight. The flight was like $700, $800. I was like, whoa. Good. I need to book my Utah flight first. That I also need to do. Why are you guys going to Utah? Zion, bro. Oh, we were just talking about this. We're what, ma- what made you want to do it? Was it G? Was it? Well, I call him Johnny from back in the day, but you guys call him Gio now. Uh, no, I actually think I brought it up. Well, we, no, we brought it up after Denver. It was always like. Well, we like talked right about going everywhere. Like, yo, Nashville, New Orleans, <laughs> this and that, and then we'll like whatever. And then I think I mentioned Zion because some girl I know went there recently and like stayed in like a yurt, and it was fire looking. So I was like, yo, this would be sick. Mark and also sent a picture and we're like, yeah, let's do that. It's like, yeah, it was we're like doing a picture this. from the hike. Um, but oh. yeah. Didn't they, that was Kilimanjaro? Well, yeah, he, they did Kilimanjaro. No, but I'm talking about a picture yeah. from a hike in in uh Zion nice. National Park. But yeah, he did Kilimanjaro. They could probably do anything. Marco got Marco's a like a nature boy? Yeah, like a what are you like a jet setter on the low. I respect that. 
Yeah, he does good trips. Johnny too. I know you guys call him Geo's, and I know, but Johnny, he's, he's coming to my wedding. By the way, you guys have fun there. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. my guy. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Sweat check. Yeah, I was just with him two days ago. Son of a bitch. Joey's <laughs> been with him every day. He's like, fuck him. <laughs> yeah. No, I've actually become really good friends with Geo. He's a he's a great kid. He's always been a great kid. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. Let's just talk about him now. No, I'm just. He kidding. went to Yale. Yeah. <laughs> Sick body. Oh, dude. <laughs> Guy's ripped, dude. <laughs> um, marathon runner. Completed the marathon. I love how this is turning into just a <laughs> joke. I would, I would text him and be like, yo, by the way, just listen to the last five minutes of yeah. Veterans yeah, Day. Yeah. <laughs> we just read off your resume. Yeah, right? You want to hear this too? One time, it was, <laughs> hold on, it was, it was my birthday. And <laughs> I walked to my house and I just see a whole bunch of like, I used to go to over his house and we used to play with like Power Rangers dolls mm-hmm. and like all of my favorite ones he put them in my mailbox and he's like here you could have them for your birthday wow right what a great kid that probably made your day bro it was, I was like I could not I felt bad I was like yo I can't believe he's giving he's me, giving me Power this? Rangers toys and my mom was like just accept it it's a gift he's a nice boy I'm like okay I won't say, <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah, say thank you and I'll have them yeah <laughs> I will definitely have them yeah we used to go to his his, uh, his garage and play video games man that was, the twins became like he was more the twins age so he, yeah, they yeah. became more better friends with him but cool kid. Yeah, all I know is I did smelling salts with him like two days ago. For just, just well, it was, no, because <laughs> he has like white coat syndrome, which means uh, like he like faints at the doctor or whatever. Yeah. So he's uh, he was telling a story of how he like passed out and then a doctor was waking up with the salts. He's like, so I just like bought him because I was like whatever. So I was like, I've never like. You know when you see in movies when they're like waking Bro, people up with them? Bro, do you see it on the hockey benches all the time? Yeah. Before the game. So like. I was like, I was like, I wonder what that's like. So he had, <laughs> he had, so he like cracked it open and he like smelled it and he's like, whoa. I was like, is it that? And then my cousin just threw it like at me, not threw it at me, but like threw it up to my nose and I got it, dude. I was like, yo, I felt that hit the back of my head. <laughs> like it, yo, it's insane. But does it give you like a boost? Yeah, like for a second, like whoa, it like just like gets you like. I was like, I, I feel like I just did cocaine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was probably. Fire. I came walking out of the bathroom. Everyone's like, "What you guys doing there?" I was like, "Dude, salts." <laughs> and they're like, "Bath salts." I was like, "No." Yeah, like, bath salts. We just smelled it. <laughs> I, was like, I didn't, I didn't sniff anything. I swear. If you're a psycho, that's probably the first thing you think of: bath salts. Yeah. I want to try that now. Not coke, you know, but it's yeah, sniffing yeah. salts. Yeah, I couldn't get anything in my nose anyway. I just like it's too scary. Yo, yeah, hockey no, no coke for me. all the time. Like, I know. Cause it gets you. It's just like, yo, it's it's like so much ammonia and like it just. I, I don't do recommend that. it to people. Like, <laughs> yeah, we should do that before an episode one time. Just just salt it up and see what happens. Yeah. Well, you, you don't do that in the salt it up. You nah, do like you one just get a like, whiff. like yeah, yeah, and that's it. You're that's done. What, that's what I mean by salt. Yeah, one whiff and you're good. Just putting some swag on it. You know, what I'm salt saying? and pass. We don't have to sit there for five minutes and pass around a fucking packet. We should we should do it like in the middle of an episode. Like one of us will have the salt, <laughs> and then just like we have to. It's time. It's coming to life. Let's do it. We all got right. Patreon money. Let's order some salts. It's like, all right, before we move on, we're just going to get a little salt check here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, anyway, that is our episode for today. Tim, where can they find you? At Tim Patrop on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real, real frisky. BrotoFantasy.com for all of your fantasy football needs. And balls. At Endavito27 on Twitter and the gram. Uh, you guys can follow me on uh, Instagram. At Joe Santagato, go follow the show on all social media at Veterans Minimum. And again, our Patreon. Uh, if you want to submit some questions or you would like to support the show or get some extra content, you go to patreon.com slash veteransminimum. And that is all. See you guys next time. Do it again.